Yes, talk random with me, Abs. And me, John Bashi. Can you be a bit more upbeat about it? Sorry, I'm not really good at the intro bit. But we know that. The intro, the intro is you. Oh, yes, it's me, Abs. And go on, John. John Bashi. Slightly better. What are you saying? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm all right, thanks. Today is a heat wave. I know. It's um, supposed to be 21 degrees today. Hotter than I be for, but apparently it's going to be yeah. snowing next week, yeah? Yeah, that's, that's what I was saying yeah. before. Um, it's meant to be snowing next week, which and, is weird, isn't it? And in the background, yeah, we have a special guest, guys. She, she is a finalist, right, guys? For Miss Greater Manchester. Do you know what? It's actually yeah. just Miss Manchester now. I thought it was Miss Manchester. So I was going to say Miss Manchester finalist. That's a big thing, you know, guys. Yeah. I voted a couple of times, remember? Yeah, you have. Everyone needs to vote. Yes. If you download the Miss England app and then go on to qualifiers. Are you going to vote? Press yeah, North well, West I, didn't and then... know I didn't know she was in it. So we've yeah, got Esme yeah, Holiday. Yeah. No, it's not a holiday. That's the actual name. Esme Holiday. She's yeah. sick of that joke, though. Yeah, <laughs> I get it all the time. Two L's. It's spelled differently, so it is different. Yes, Esme. How are you, Esme? Yeah, I'm good. Love to have you on. I know, it's been so long, hasn't it? I know. I just want to emphasise the fact that I'm a very special guest. I like the fact you call me a special guest. No, she actually is a very special yeah. guest, a finalist. Are you excited on Esme coming on as well? Yeah, well, I said, I said to Abs last week that we needed a female to come on, didn't we? Because we've had a lot of males and we've all been talking about like sport and the generic thing that males talk about and I thought it'd be good to get a, mm. a female on maybe yeah. from outside of university yeah. as well and talk about other stuff and so, she yeah. is like a, a gem as well I am a gem yes, oh, I'm liking all these compliments yes, she was. <laughs> I'm at Radio Manchester uh, it was fun winning yeah go on yeah. Use, tell us how you use Matt so it was my first time at Radio Manchester and it was when we were allowed in the studios so we were on the dead good show weren't we and then we just BBC clicked. Radio yeah BBC yeah. Radio Manchester and we clicked ever since, and we've been best friends since. Yes. Besties. Uh, I said to her, oh yeah, Esme, um, talking about my, my dating disasters. On, oh yeah, and, uh, that was what, funny. on the show? Yeah, yeah. it's like too many bad ones. But I've got a new one anyway, coming up. I've got a new chat, like, chat with like, we'll talk about that later on. Okay. But... <laughs> Esme, tell us about yourself. You're a University of Salford student. Mm-hmm. So I'm in my third year. I can't believe it. I'm actually in my third year. It's actually surreal. Um, I study TV and radio production, and I'm creating a radio show for my final project. Oh, is, mm-hmm. is it secretive at the moment? No, no, no. So it's called We Stand Together in Manchester. It's an. Ep- it's going to be like an episode out of a series. So you visit around different cities and talk about kind of like... POC, black excellence, culture and talent like within that city. So obviously I'm focusing on Manchester. On black excellence. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. So talk, I'm going to have... Package. Project Izzy then, Esme. Izzy, oh my goodness, I'm offended. Sorry, you're better than Izzy. <laughs> oh, thanks, no. Um, so yeah, I'm having packages about fashion, football, um, food and music. So yeah, it's going to be good. So I did that, an interview this morning. Is that your dissertation? Or? Yeah, well, so my final project is a 45 minute radio show and then we obviously have like a production folder to go with that like all the research mm-hmm. and stuff and then an essay as well so like I don't actually have like a written dissertation which is so. good that is yeah. really good and the topic you're doing on is something that I'm passionate about as well because yeah. I'm recently a BAME champion for my work had a meeting last oh, week well so it's like black minority and ethnic something that I'm passionate about as oh, well okay. and it's really really good as me that you're obviously a black excellent and you're Miss Manchester's finalist black excellence again guys yeah, <laughs> I know. literally repping. Yes, you are. What? Anyway, shut up. <laughs> anyway, Esme, how what? How did you get into TV and radio? How did I get into it? Do you know what? I feel like from a kid, I've always like been like, oh, I want to be an actor. Blah, I can blah, tell. Blah, blah blah. And then I did action stuff like extracurricular and like drama at school and I've always been quite creative like at art and music rather than like maths and science and stuff like that is not my strong point um and then like when I could do media as a choice for my GCSE options I obviously took it loved it and was like wow like I want to be behind the camera and know what's going on and then did it at A level and then obviously was like what do I want to do at uni I was like TV and radio um I went into uni thinking that I'd just do TV but Look at me now, I'm doing a radio yeah, show. Yeah. Like That's really, really... I, I love radio. Oh, that's why I met you, Radio Manchester, mm-hmm. and you've been on like North Manchester FM. You were my last show yeah. of the year, which was really, really good. And that's how we clicked. We had a lot of things in passion, uh, like in common and everything, um, which is really, really good. And that's, that's a good thing about you, Esme. Like you, you're not just sticking to one niche. You, you're going out, you're branching out, yeah. which is good. What do you think, John? No, yeah, definitely. I also did drama in, in school, and I did media at A-level. And I was always like, I love sport and I love like media and stuff like that. And obviously from meeting Abs, 
and listening to him on like BBC Radio Manchester and stuff like that, I always thought it, it's like proper sick. And when you kind of discuss about radio, although I've never really been in a radio environment, I always I'll invite of, you to North Manchester soon. You know, I always think like it would be proper good laugh and it's really good fun. You know, you get to meet new people and, and, and present and stuff like that. So I think what you're studying, you know, you've got TV and radio. I think, you know, you, you'll probably excel at both of them and or you might prefer one over the other and you might learn that over you know your next experiences or some stuff like that but yeah i think it's i think it's really good and um obviously i've heard you working with abs and you've got some good chemistry and it's always yeah. been good because yeah, yeah. <laughs> is a laugh that's the yeah. thing um, john like, that's how we relatable because john just sports i do mean that's how we like become friends because i'm more of a um i like to be more like have a laugh with everyone like be buzzing and he's similar as well but he gets, he don't get caught, get, but he gets me in trouble when I'm loud and everything. <laughs> uh, that's he asked, oh, it's not me. Uh, that's a good thing, like drama, media, it all links into one. Mm-hmm. And performance is really, really good. Do you, start, do you see yourself like working in TV and radio? Because you can do both. Yeah, well, I'm literally 20, so like I'm just not in a rush to settle no, down and like have like one career path. Like I just want to be young and do as much as I can. So I think I'm going to take a year out after uni. And just vibe, just chill and kind of do what I want to do. Probably do voluntary stuff and things and then... Community radio? Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, I just want to do some fun stuff and do whatever. Like, I don't want to be sat behind my computer stressing about getting a job at a production company. Mm -hmm. Like, making sure I'm in studios every week. Like, doing work experience. Like, I just want to live my life, work, do what I can do. And then gain a bit more experience. And then when I kind of know exactly what I want to do, because the TV world is so big, like how are you meant to decide what you want to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. and I really don't have a clue. So I think so. you, me, obviously not, but I, I genuinely see you being a presenter. Such a fun, yeah. likeable. Well, John is much more behind the camera. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got a face of radio, let's put it that way. But um, I just wanted to maybe take it back a little bit. Um, talking about university, so what what's the course title that you're studying again? So it's called TV and radio, radio production. Yeah. So I'd, I'd imagine not many universities have that course. Is that right, or is there a lot of unis so that do that? I obviously knew that I wanted to do media yeah. um, when I was choosing different universities, and I wanted it to be really practical, just because mm-hmm. I feel like if you want to go into that career, like it's no good writing an essay about whatever blah 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 you need to know how the kit works and the reason that i chose salford is because the kit is amazing like the radio studios are bbc standard like and the tv studios are the same and there's so much editing suites and things like that Mm -hmm. and you can have so much equipment that i knew it was kind of the place for me and the reason i liked it as well is because i mean in first year you're kind of a bit more conditioned into you do a bit of everything so documentary drama radio obviously in theories as well but then in secondary you can kind of choose what path you want to go down so I have friends that chose all audio modules and I have friends that chose all tv film modules I just had a mix because I've always wanted to do both and I I enjoy both like mm-hmm. I'm really lucky my parents never pressure me into anything so I could just choose what I wanted to do do you know what I mean yeah. so yeah. I was like well I enjoy both so I might as well keep my skill set going in both and I've just ended up doing radio just because it was between documentary and radio and obviously with the times I just felt radio is going to be that little bit more accessible than trying to plan a documentary yeah no definitely Mm. I get what you mean so obviously you're not from Manchester you said before you 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 live in the Lake District is that Mm -hmm. right yeah so was another still (laughs) being still waiting to get invited to the Lake District but yeah come on (laughs) But um, obviously you've said about Salford and the equipment being dead high quality and stuff like that. Was another draw to Salford because it's in Manchester? Yeah, definitely. Like, I live in the middle of nowhere. Like, mm. in primary school, I was in a class with six other people. Well, five of the people, there were six of us. And then, wow. like, the year, like, my secondary school had, I think, 90 people in the year. So, like, obviously it's really small. Um, is it still and... small now, or is it a lot? No, like, it's tiny. Like, it's so small. Um, but whenever we wanted to do anything like it would always be manchester that i'd come to shopping concerts anything like events they're always in manchester because it's kind of our closest big city so i've always had like a pull because i kind of knew the city center before i even came to uni so it just meant i could like expand on my knowledge and feel like i'm a proper salford gal now i love it i love salford so you're an adopted salfordian yeah literally like obviously you got you as a kid you got used to it like coming to manchester so it's like second your second home in a way and then as you got older, you na- you branched out by yourself, coming to that uni, thought, you know what, this is for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, did you have a clue what, to, what you wanted to do as well? Yeah, I feel like from like 12, I knew I wanted to come to uni. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
I feel like when I was a kid, kid, I was like, oh, I'm going to be a vet. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to be a ballerina or something silly. But mm. I kind of grew up and realised that I knew I wanted to do media. I think I probably thought that I'd do journalism because that was kind of just what was... That's what the you're me- doing now. Yeah, like that was what yes. you would do. Like, it was kind of one of the only options that I thought was out there. But then obviously as you do research and stuff, I found this course at Salford and then realised that it was really good. So, went do for you, it. Do you think if UA92 did her course here... Would you do that course or would you stick to journalism? Because obviously you also... Because we're doing journalism, like you said, our one is a mix of other things. Our one is not just print. Our one gives us opportunities. Like, Edmund, you're on my TV show, The Morning Grind. Mm -hmm. Edmund's a guest, though. So it gives us that that platform still, I think, in a way, but it's just worded differently, I think. It's journalism, but it's TV and radio is included, like podcasting. Mm -hmm. But if if they did do that, I think you'll be a a bigger draw to other students who potentially... Might not want to go to a bigger university and start off at UA92 because it's obviously every uni has its perks, and I think UA92 has its perks, it's smaller, but Salford Uni is massive and it's known. Mm-hmm, yeah. but I think I still stick with UA92 just because I'll be, I'll be a big fish, I'll be a small fish. <laughs> yeah, big yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh no, no, no. So mm-hmm. yeah, each to the room, but I do like, obviously, it's in media cities, it's yeah, in the. It's a really good campus. And it has given you opportunities to work on production sets, real life production sets, yeah, TV. Literally. You've done something recently, Doc 10. Yeah, oh my goodness, why was I there? Um, oh, I was a stand-in for a new um, quiz show that was coming out on ITV. I don't think oh. I can say anything more than that because obviously it's not been released or anything yet. But What's yeah. a stand-in? So, like, obviously they need... It, because it was a brand-new show, they needed to, like, uh, pitch it to produce... Like, to, what are they called? Producers. No, like... Directors. No, what are they called? Commission. Commi- yeah, commissioning people. So, obviously, they had to, like, pretend to film it, but they can't have real contest- contestants winning real money because they might not even get commissioned. Mm-hmm. So, um, we just went in, stood in, and played the game. It was really fun. Were you the host? No, no, no. Yeah. Like, it was someone else that was standing in for the host type of thing. Do you think but... it will... I think it will, if you... Do you might. think it will, like, come to television and stuff um, like that? I'm, I think it will, but, yeah. like, obviously, my my episodes won't get aired because I was literally yeah, just yeah, standing yeah. but, but think, it was like, a good opportunity shows, yeah. yeah it was a really you, good game show did you network as well with the people that were yeah, doing yeah. it yeah I spoke to some of the different obviously I want to work I did, didn't I still don't know exactly what I want to do I think floor managing is a really good job so I talked to the floor manager about his experience and stuff and everyone is actually so lovely in like the media world like because everyone's so passionate about what they do everyone will talk to you and has a time of day I feel like if they have time they will chat to you so I had a good crap with the cameramen as well and they were all really lovely and said about all their different experiences working on documentaries dramas literally anything you can think of but yeah brilliant um I just want to ask the question of um obviously you're 20 years old you're a student in Salford how are you finding being a student in coronavirus times because of as we were talking before, you've actually not been on campus in, in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And also being a student as at 20, a, a large part of being a student is going out. And, mm-hmm. and, and you do have a good drink. I love a night out. Yeah, I love Beth, don't I? So <laughs> how, how, are, how are you finding it, basically? Um, do you know what? I feel like I've been very lucky because in like first semester, so starting third year, it was kind of like okay to stay in because everyone was still a bit wary and kind of like right guys like we've still got like the long haul now everyone just needs to stay in and follow the rules and do you know what I mean like I live with two girls that are great and we just have laughs in the house all the time Mm -hmm. Um, and you could still go out for exercise with one of the person so I'd go out with my friend that I didn't live with so it wasn't too bad because I was still seeing the people that I needed to see and you could still travel home I think as well in first semester because obviously I'm a student like I wanted to see my parents type of thing but this second time has been harder, but at the same time, because I'm doing my final project and it's just me and the final project, like I don't have anything else to kind of Any worry about, it's not too bad because I've got that much work to do that I kind of can fill every day with uni work. And like, I must admit, it's a bit crap, isn't it? When you don't want to do uni work one day, you just want a day of just chilling and then you're like, oh, I'll go do something. You're like, oh. No, that, that, was, that was the main question, obviously. A lot of students kind of have come forward about um, maybe university fees and, yeah, that's a and, big thing. and marks and stuff mm-hmm. being altered due to the coronavirus and the effect that it's having on people. Do you have any sort of opinions on that? Obviously, so, a lot of universities are trying to do the best under the circumstances, yeah. but still, for example, you've not been on campus in however long and you're I still I think we've paying, not been on campus yeah. since, it'll be since like Christmas. 
So like, for, so like first, sem- yeah, first semester, um, I was in in campus once a week for three hours for um, documentary without rules, one of my modules, and then the other two modules that I had were online and it was weird doing them online but it was a theory once it wasn't actually too bad and then oh no I was I must have been in in uni two two times a week I think it was just all day on like a Thursday I'd have documentary in the morning and then radio in the afternoon that's it so it wasn't too bad because I still had a bit of a schedule like because I had that on a Thursday or a Wednesday or whatever it was kind of like I could schedule my week around that and it was okay but then obviously coming back after Christmas we just had a couple of lectures kind of setting us up for our final project and then that was really weird because then now I've not had a lecture in like four weeks something like that but the last lecture we did have was really really cool basically we had um, a BBC4 producer um, we had to pitch our ideas to them and the feedback I got was like basically all positive and yes, it had really like criticisms at all so you know when you're like it's just nice not it boosts, the it boosts yeah. your like confidence mm-hmm. in fact I am here to be right like your morale you got a back feeling your back yes I'm yeah, doing good exactly it just, it's nice to know that your idea that you've got actually is a good idea because obviously it's all good and well talking to your friends about stuff that you want to do but having like an actual professional talk to you about it is good which I must admit is a massive pro um, Salford Uni like we do always have professionals to talk to which is pretty yeah. sick well, that's really really good and obviously professionals to talk to is giving you that experience and that boost and like it's just a good way of seeing you know what I'm in the right career I'm in the right job I'm, in, I'm doing the right thing mm-hmm. uh, which is really really good but moving on a positive note we are moving out of lockdown now slowly and slowly which yeah. is good so we can meet people now yesterday we could meet yesterday we could meet six people at your household in your park, isn't, it? isn't that true? Yeah, and yeah. as well, you could have you can have six people in a in your garden now as well, can't you? Oh, is it? So, before before yesterday, it was just one person for exercise, I think, and then now you can have six people in a public space and in your garden, which is so good because, like, it means you can have friends over. Like, which is good, obviously. Yeah. Like, it's that it's like, um, essence of missing things out and everything. Because you couldn't have people over. Hopefully, we can be mm-hmm. in the studio, Radio Manchester. We can be at games, mm-hmm. uh, outdoor sport and leisure facilities will be open, yeah. mm-hmm. which is like really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think it's basically anything outdoor you can do. So you still can't mix inside, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I know that we've planned to like meet outside six of us and we can have drinks in the garden, and you can use people's toilets and things. So it's not like you just like banished outside and you've got a wee in a bucket. <laughs> yeah, or a bush. Yeah, so I think it's gonna, do, <laughs> it's gonna do be like a massive morale boost, isn't it? Yeah. The fact that we can actually see people, because I mean, I don't know about everyone else, but I've been following the rules pretty much to a T, like, because I just want this over with. Yeah, I, I do, honestly. It's like, obviously, I'll be. You don't know, do you? You're quiet. I do follow the rules. I'll be, I'm a key worker and I don't yeah. wanna get hurt. I'm, I'm a key worker a, as yes, well. Yes, and a key worker. And the fact is, like, this is this does affect people's mental health. Mm-hmm. I, I personally think it does, and I think meeting a rule of six can boost people's morale and boost people's esteem, mm-hmm. that confidence in going out again, and they're not wary. Obviously, yeah. it's a scary time. An organised sport such as grassroots football can restart. John, mm-hmm. are you happy with that? Yeah. Well, yesterday I played like six aside with some of my friends from school. And obviously I've not seen them in, in like months. Obviously we've kept in contact through, you know, like social media and everything, but it's good to see like everyone's hair really. I mean, I've got long hair at the moment. Every, everyone's, everyone there. It is a bit messy anyway. Hair's hair. normally messy anyway, but Everyone it's needs right. a haircut, let's yeah. be honest. Isn't that the 12th of That's April? The 12th, so it's yeah. not next Monday, the Monday after. Are you booked your hairdressers in? Do you know what? We had to like, you had to buy like a deposit online and then they said they were going to ring you when you can have an appointment and they've oh, not really? rang me yet, so. Proper cute How much did you pay for the deposit? Uh, like a tenner well, but obviously it right. gets knocked off so yeah, yeah, yeah. and they do student discounts so it's not actually too expensive yeah, but true. I need a good cut and you can have yeah. see everyone needs a good cut John you need a good cut you need cut. one as well don't you I admit it I do need a good <laughs> cut and it's 15 days until pints in beer gardens with five friends as well <gasps> oh my goodness yeah. that's good oh yeah because 12th of April like yes. beer gardens Leisure, club, yeah like, shops open. it's going to be so busy though it's going to be like people can have Copperberg Cronenberg <laughs> Sambuca maybe oh, a bit no, early for Sambuca, Sambuca. I'm meant to feel a bit uh, and 50 days until pints in a pub with friends five friends which our dad would absolutely love <laughs> and 85 days until pints everywhere with everyone you can have a pint in your house you can have a pint in the wow. salon you can have a pint in the jacuzzi do anything. whatever you want to do obviously these are the kind of blueprints for the, for the government's roadmap 
do you think that this roadmap will kind of go as scheduled or do you think there'll be some speed bumps in the road? See, I think I've got to the point now with all these lockdown roadmaps and rules and regulations and dates and stuff, like especially after Christmas, I'm just a bit like, well, anything can change. If the rates aren't going to go down, then I don't think yeah. pubs and clubs should open. And but I just think, I don't know, like you should just stay positive for what's happening now. Like at the moment, we can meet six people outside. So don't use take that the to your best yeah, advantage. Don't take that yeah. life for granted. And obviously London recorded zero deaths in six months of coronavirus. That's really good. Yeah. That's really yeah. positive the First as well. time in six months, zero deaths. And that's a good outlook on life. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really, really, really good. Have you booked yourself with a vaccine yet? Um, no, I'm just waiting until I get a text, but because I'm 20 and I don't have any underlying health conditions, I think it's probably going to be a while, yeah. but I think, we'll I think, is it over 50, all over 50s are done now, um, is it? Or yeah. Uh, my dad 60s. and uncle have been sent, they've had their first one now and they're, it's of 50s yet, and then yeah. I think it's um, people with underlying health conditions yeah. as well. Hey, apps. Oh, shut yeah, up. Yeah. I've, been, no, I've got asthma and underlying health conditions, but I've been nagging and ringing. I said, when my when we coming up, they go, wait, wait, wait. So I said, yeah, I'll wait. Do you know I got offered the vaccine? And you declined it? Yeah, and I declined it. Why? Well, I tested positive for COVID in April last year, and it was all right for me, and I just kind of felt like... There's, all, there's also a lot of scrutiny about the vaccine, isn't there? At, at the time that I got mm. offered, like, oh, are you going to be able to have kids and all this stuff? And I just kind of went, I'm not going to have it now. I'll, I'll have it at a later date. After you have kids? If we need to. No, obviously <laughs> not. But, like, there was loads of stuff which, like, kind of made me a bit scared, so I didn't do it. But, yeah, we got it offered because of coaching in, like, communities and stuff like that. Mm. I think if you work with kids, you got yeah. got it, don't you? And then obviously yeah. nurses and things. Has Carla had it done? Carla's had it done, yeah. Has FC... No, I think he's scheduled to have it soon, though. He's 49, though. Oh, so. is he going to have it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he, he looks about 80, but yeah, thank God. You're done. <laughs> but See, obviously... my dad's old. My dad's like, well, he's not actually that old. He's like 56, I think, so... Okay. He's, he's had it yeah, done already. Has yeah. your mum had it done yet? Yeah, because she's got underlying health conditions. Mm-hmm. I know, why are you looking at me when she says underlying health conditions? He's cheeky. He <laughs> cheeky. This is going to be the Abs and Esme show. Yes, it is. <laughs> you Watch out. Bye. You'll probably get more views that way. <laughs> Esme is a massive following. And speaking on a positive note, Esme, you are a finalist for Miss Manchester 2021. Yeah. So I was, wasn't I, a Miss Greater Manchester finalist for 2020. Yeah. But obviously COVID and blah, 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 blah. I'm now a Miss Manchester finalist for 2021. The finals are the 16th of May. So they're creeping up. That is such a good. How do you get? How do you get involved? Go on, yeah. Sorry. Um. So I've got a bit of a a bit of a sob story on why I got actually got involved. So basically, I had a friend who did pageants. Um, oh, like, so I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Miss Northwest, she's called Sky Mitchell. She's a beautiful soul, but she passed away in twenty seventeen in a car crash. Um, which is obviously awful, and I miss her literally every day. Like she was such a beautiful person. She wanted to do journalism at Salford as well. Um, and yes, as I was saying, she'd done pageants for like Miss Northwest. I think she won the Miss Junior Northwest title for 2014, 2015, I think. Um, and she always said that we should have done a pageant together and obviously we never got the chance to. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Manchester, um, and obviously we should have been at the same uni, it was kind of one of those where I was like, do you know what, I'm going to do it. Like, I never really had the self-confidence to do it. And I just thought, like, I don't want to be strutting down a stage. But I think you should absolutely ah. Beautiful, 10-10. Thank what? you. Oh, yes, He's up. pulling me now. What, um, <laughs> so, obviously, when you're kind of applying for it, do you, what do you have to do? Do you have to send, like, a CV or, like, a, a portfolio of yourself? Yeah, so... Because surely I, they don't accept everyone to come on to, to I, do it. Or only do the 10-10s, like yourself, is it? Yeah. Oh, I can't. Izzy, my name's Izzy. Izzy, Izzy, Izzy. Oh, my days. I've got Izzy <laughs> in my head. Cause Izzy's in my head. Sorry, Esme. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll, no, I'll let you off. Um, so I just applied off my like my own back. So you can just apply through the website, but some girls get scouted and things. In, well, right. when we could go out and things or on Instagram. Um, but yeah, I just applied online because I was like, do you know what? It was turning twenty twenty, and it was meant to be the year of the year of every holiday. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like I was thinking, right, this year I'm gonna get myself together. I'm gonna be really confident. I'm just gonna be me and like. Un- unapologetically me type of thing um and then yeah and then we kind of went for this like casting thing just before lockdown happened um and they were like yeah so you're a finalist and then i was hey. like oh my god cool and then and now i've been a finalist for like a year and obviously um 
during that time, people were able to text in numbers and I texted in a couple of times just because I felt like you obviously, when I read that story, I remember now, mm -hmm. it is a sad story, but you're doing it for your friend as well. Mm -hmm. So your friend, you, yeah. you're living that legacy carrying on basically, yeah. the Sky's and legacy. And then my sponsor as well is, so Sky's mum, Sharon, another incredible- Big up to Shazza. <laughs> She's yes. an incredible lady. She's actually amazing. Um, she set up a charity and a couple of like her cousins and her sister helped set up this charity called The Sky for the Stars. Um, and that basically is a charity where they give out money to kind of local kids by us to help pursue their kind of educational dreams. So kids, we've got quite a popular like choir <laughs> in one of the primary schools that have been to like impressive choir competitions type of thing um we've got bmx's we've got cricketers we've got rugby players they've helped just like uni students with books like i've had help to be able to buy like a laptop and oh, then right. basically oh. yeah they're my sponsor so i can't i'm like representing them as well so it's really nice that i've got sharon as my kind of my partner to go big up to way. you shazza <laughs> Doing it for your friend, like I said, you said, mm -hmm. what if, like, what if I didn't do it? What if I did it? What if, it, and it's, what if, what if, what, what's worse that could happen? Exactly. No. And like, you're exceeding already your expectations that Esme Holiday, who is a 10-10, guys, <laughs> is going up and up and up. And you, My head's not going to fit out the door. I just yeah. need how, to stop. How did it feel when you were a great, Miss Great Manchester finalist? When I first got into the finals, I literally was going to cry. Whoa. Like, I remember walking back from the, like, casting thing, and I rang my mum, and I was like, I'm a finalist. Hey. And then I literally started crying in the street because I was just so emotional because, obviously, like, I was doing it for Sky, and I knew that... I was like, I know that Sky's Watching by my side. You. Yeah, and it was so lovely. And, like, now, it's kind of got to the point where, like, the Miss Manchester gang, they're my family because mm. we've known each other for, like, literally a year, and half of us, well, more than half of us, I would say 90% of us haven't even met and it's crazy how much like kind of love I've got for these girls and respect because they're all so amazing. Like we've been collecting money for charity, um, toiletries for a domestic abuse That's charity. That's what I saw on your Instagram. Yeah, Can you talk a bit, yeah. about, a bit more about that? Yeah, so from the start, we've been collecting unused toiletries for a charity called L4L UK. Basically, they collect unused toiletries. How many times can I say unused toiletries? Uh, L4L UK. Um, and yeah, just collecting things for them just and in covid we've been doing like doorstep deliveries you know what i mean obviously you couldn't go into people's houses yeah. and um i know the post office near me um <laughs> donated a load of sanitary products for me like everyone at home has been getting like by my side and all my uni friends and it is amazing what you can do um and the power of social media help. can be yeah. positive and yeah. that's one thing i realized as me like you're thinking like Doing this is very rewarding as well, and mm -hmm. helping families in need out as well. Literally. Because obviously, sanitary products or whatever products are quite expensive for some families. They yeah, can't, exactly. they don't prioritize that first. Prioritize the kids first, for mm -hmm. example. Exactly. And something so small can help someone out, exactly. and that's such a good thing. Well, the thing is, all these toiletries that are being sent to, it's kind of like a warehouse where if this is kept, then they are distributed to different refuges where women have escaped domestic abuse. Um, so obviously, it means that. The charities in there, they're not making any money. It's just yeah. people from their own kind hearts kind of looking after these women, making sure they have somewhere safe to stay. So makeup to cover bruises, just flipping soap so they can have a wash, anything like that, bobbles, brushes, like has everything. Has that um, been a rise since lockdown, domestic abuse? Because mm -hmm. I've read it statistically, it has been at the pinnacle of like yeah. most relationship breakdowns, domestic has abuse. Like divorces gone up as well. Yeah. yeah. I think it's been, well, relationships in general have just been what? a massive... <laughs> I just been I, I can't I mean I'm single but like I know oh, my friends. Shame. <laughs> You're single, I'm quite happily single, thank you. Shut up, John. <laughs> Stop matchmaking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean I'm sure everyone's relationships have huge strange, but especially not mine, in, not mine and Esme's. No, stronger than ever, aren't we? Yes. Um it's like a magnet. But, <laughs> so you can imagine what it would be like for you know someone that's in a dangerous relationship, trapped in the house. It can't it can't be easy at all, and I think yeah. you know. Um, L for L have said that without us Ma Miss Manchester girls, they would have had to shut down the charity for a couple of months because they would normally do fundraisers to create money type of thing. So without us, they would have had to shut the charity, which is so sad because they provide so much to so many people. Yeah, talking about obviously the charity that you've been like closely working with and the power of kind of social media and the platform that it has to, to help charities like that. I don't know if you've seen this, but and I don't know the full story and I don't even know his name or the context or anything, but 
there's been like a post, a GoFundMe page. I don't know if you've seen about. I think it's a guy who was on X and the Beach or something. Oh, Baby, his million pound. Yeah. Yeah. Should I and try? he's at, They tried to raise a million pound, and I checked yesterday, and they're they on like one point. They're three. doing it within like, literally within a day. Yeah, within yeah. a day. And that, obviously, the they've been um, saving that money for an operation. Is it in Singapore? In, in Singapore. Yeah. Because I think so. the baby's got cancer. Yeah, what's yeah. it called? What's it? It's called. Um, should I try and find it? I follow him. I need to remember. Now, the baby's called. Because um, I shared it on my Insta story. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah, and Izzy was showing it me as well, and I, it was just like we were looking, and like one minute it was like seven hundred thousand, and then about two minutes later we just checked just to see. Yeah, like, here we go. Be. Ashley Kane, that's what he's called. Right, okay. um, influencer raises one million in sixteen hours to get life-saving treatment for his baby. Crazy. Because I remember, I remember on. I mean, I've never watched Sex on the Beach, so I didn't really know who. Yeah, he was, I've never watched it. But his baby had cancer, and she got through it. Because I remember everyone sharing it, being like, and they're wow. the bell. She's the they bell, rang the the bell. Yeah, and it was such a beautiful. It made me cry that video of her walking down the hall, and all the nurses are clapping, and she rings the bell. And then a couple of weeks later, my friends are sharing stories of being like, "Oh my goodness, it's back!" And they need this treatment, and it must be so scary. Like as a parent, yeah. And in lockdown, everything's just ten times harder. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, like I was saying, you can't fundraise. Like, what can like? I mean, you can do some things from home, but. Not to the scale that if you could create an event, do you know what I mean? So it must have been so hard. But um, how, how come they have to go to Singapore to because get this operation? It, from what I read was it's because the UK have done as much as they could and Singapore have a life-saving treatment where they can absolutely do it, but it's, it's money. Um, and from what I read on here, like on Instagram, he said, um, Azalea's leukemia relapse, basically. Actually, his daughter's called Azalea. Mm -hmm. um, she had a relapse, and obviously she had a relapse, and it was absolutely delighted to have raised over one million pounds in less than 24 hours. We are so overwhelmed. Update, with all your help, we can now begin the process of starting another bone marrow test on Wednesday, along with the lumbar puncture samples. So it's a special hospital in Singapore that will literally save this, save Azalea, his baby. And it will show like what any parent would do for their child. And in lockdown, one thing, John just mentioned social media does have its positives. Yeah. When someone's ill, everybody does come around. Yeah, exactly. If there was no social media, I know there's a lot of negativity mm -hmm. behind social media, you know, body image, like Instagram, you know, for, for women in particular, you know, you're looking at these models and, you know, unattainable goals. But even for guys though, like, yeah, the stats on guys and mental health and, and everything, yeah. like, it's really hard for everyone, like, I feel like it's not talked about enough. Yeah, because you've got your robot and you want to be like a six pack. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's, in a way, like, I don't know, like, especially now, I mean, there's obviously negative negative connotations from social media, but there's also a lot more positive influences. But, like, if you think about it, like, influences women, like, there's, you know, Marlon Anderson, she was on Love Island, wasn't she? And she domestic lost abuse. Baby okay. And domestic abuse. And she is the most beautiful woman ever, and she just is all about body image. She's got stretch marks, she doesn't care. And there's a lot more positive influences now for body image. I but think you should be a positive... Guys, I think you should be an influencer. Oh, I don't have the time or the effort to be able to take Instagrams, like, every day, like, nah. But for guys, think about, like, I can't think off the top of my head if there's any guys that are out there with a bit of a dad bod and thinking, yeah, I'm rocking it. Do you know what I mean? It's all guys that are <laughs> John, and dad six bod. packs and muscles. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, John's got a dad bod. Thanks, Evs. But you, you've been working out, though, Yes, you? I have been, work, I have been working out for a lot because it has... Personal oh, trainer. Right, can I finish? Right, basically, <laughs> um, he's, he's doing it to get a reaction. But anyway, I've been working out because I felt like body image is key to me like i want to have like the perfect chiseled body and i felt like you know what i've got to work for it i just gotta sit at home and bloody moan and eat and moan <laughs> but i am looking after myself now and i'm not looking as much as like weight watches and weight issues just because you gotta be happy in your own skin mm -hmm. and i have been working out i have been keeping fit and Is the uh, the vegan still yes i'm still doing i'm on Are a vegan well well i'm on a time vegan. no no i'm on a humanitarian journey oh wow so i have okay. i am a vegan short vegetarian i'm not 100 percent there but mm. i have not had no meat in my system for four weeks that's really good and that's really hard for that's me that's really good i must admit i've tried to cut down on meat recently and also i've stopped having as much dairy so i don't drink milk anymore oat milk Soya milk. Oat milk See, is lovely. Yeah, I love oat milk, but at home I only drink tea. I don't drink coffee at home and tea, like tea, soya milk's best to go with tea. But then when I'm out and about, I get coconut Do you have milk. 
Yeah, with soy milk. Nah. I have oat nice. milk in my. I have oat milk in mine. It's so weird. I have oats. I have my. I have gluten free oats with oat milk. So oaty oats. Izzy's trying mm. to make me kind of like drop dairy. Um, but cheese. That's the only issue. Yeah. So I <laughs> I eat quite a lot of dairy. To be fair, you know, I have milk. I have cheese. Yeah, yogurt with every food. I have yogurt. You know, Greek yeah. yogurt. Not yeah, with yeah. every food. That's Izzy said last time have, to me. I have quite a bit of it. Yeah. Uh, she mentioned she goes. You have it with everything. I I, used, I remember the first week of uni, I got through a block of cheese in a week. Oh, I love good That's cheese. That's awful, isn't yeah, it? I don't eat like. Do you just eat like just straight? When or? I'm hungover. So this is the reason when I'm hungover, I'm like, oh, cheese, and I'll just get a little block and yeah. nibble. <laughs> nibble. My, my favorite sandwich is cheese and cucumber. <gasps> cheese and cucumber sandwiches actually. Oh do my bad. goodness! I mean, no, really, cucumber is horrible. Really? No, cucumber is so nice. I chomp on cucumbers. My One favorite more... sandwich right, is Mexican bean wrap, which he got me yeah, on. Nice. Okay, first. I feel like if I have a sandwich, if I buy a sandwich, I like like a chicken bacon lettuce or a BLT. Do you know what I mean? Like I like the Your meat favorite. and the salty <laughs> bit of salty from the bacon, then the freshness of the lettuce. Nice, yeah. But you, you like you like bacon, don't you? No, I've never had it because obviously it's for me. I'm on the humanitarian journey. And any journey is good. I've watched Carspiracy again, just to re-educate myself. And bloody cows and people... I'm not going to go into it, actually, guys. It's a bit personal to me because I get touchy-touchy with it. I get a bit upset <laughs> about my issues. But Esme, we're going to still speak about, like, how is it for Miss Manchester 2021 and supporting, like, black excellence, like we mentioned before. Black woman, how do you feel like it's putting a big... Because normally you see the stereotypical um, blonde girls, basically who are always Miss Manchester and there's no representation of normal people. Uh, Love Island recently done a post about there's no representation of Love Island. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like Miss Manchester is moving on now? Yeah, so our director, hands down, is amazing. She's called Cheryl. Yes, she has <laughs> She's an absolute star. Everyone in the competition is so diverse, so individual. We all have such different strengths and that's why we're such a good team. Like. For me, it doesn't even feel like a competition. It just feels like a journey with these girls and we've got a big show at the end and someone gets first place. Like, yeah. it's not it's not like a competition. And I'm looking like... at the first place winner. Thank you. You, Esme. In, in well, the competition, obviously, it's like, uh, what, do you go on stage and you just... Yeah, kind of, so, like... We've I got have a, no idea about That's why I'm asking. We've got a proper finals and the reason we can do it... So, the first finals were meant to be in May 2020, then obviously Corona. Yeah. So, they got moved to September... 2020 obviously still things weren't good and then it was kind of just like oh we don't know when the finals are going to be and then now they're in may can, can 2021 people come so i'm going to get a massive megaphone go on yes man yeah, yeah so you can get tickets if you go onto the miss manchester website and press like the get tickets link mm -hmm. basically it's a drive-in theater so you oh. book tickets as like a car full so say if there's three of you going if there's five of you going if there's two of you going whatever you book them all together it's like and you're like in your own car in your pod um, and then, because it's everyone's in their bubbles in their car, it can the event can go ahead because all the spaces of the cars are socially distanced. Yeah. So basically, we can do this final as long as we're not in lockdown, which fingers crossed we won't be because things are kind of getting a bit more positive. So it'll be a proper it'll be a proper show. Like we have different rounds. Like we have an evening wear round. We've got a sports round. A normal round. Do you get to choose what clothes you want to wear, or do they give you the clothes? Or? Um, yeah. So we have like obviously rules and things like so. Evening wear is red, white, and blue. Ooh, um, nice yeah, red. I'm not revealing what I'm wearing. Oh, so don't reveal what you're wearing. Keep secret. it secret. I like the um, secret. And then like. Are you praying it's red? Abs. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> he loves a woman in red. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you can wear red. Maybe. I can't say. All right. It red might is be, my favourite colour as well. Passionate. Yeah. Red's passionate, isn't it? Yeah, it is, but I'm not going to say if it is oh. or isn't. It'll be a surprise. Um, <sighs> but then, yeah, just different rounds of different things. And, like, we have obviously different rules. But it's, so like, there, kind of, you can show your own personality. Is there, like, a scoring system from each round? Or yeah. Like, who are the judges? Yeah, the judges. Yeah, and who are um, the judges? Is it the people or is there actual judges? So Cheryl has got judges in place, but... I'm not gonna lie, I don't even know who they are. I might be a judge, I'll get involved, I'll be a judge, me. I don't think you can, Abs, because you'd definitely just be like, Esme wins. Yes, <laughs> He's obsessed with me, aren't right, you? Give her a 10, give her a 10! <laughs> Basically, we've got half different rounds, so we've got a Miss Beautiful Hair round, um, all you. a Miss. So, can you win each individual round? round? Like, you could yeah, maybe win you the could win them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sports round, we've got basically loads of different rounds, and for each round, you win, um, you win a star if mm -hmm. you're in the top 10 right. and then one person gets through to the final round where like there'll be maybe 10 girls and then it's basically the judge's choice to pick out of those 10 girls who's the winner going to be if that how, makes sense how many girls is the all together that will be on that show do you think? um i think there's probably about 40 of us 
That's so good, considering how many people apply. Yeah, yeah. I do think that they're still wanting more people because obviously because the finals were meant to be like a year ago, a lot of girls unfortunately have had to drop out, which is so sad because they've worked so hard, but mm -hmm. they've got full-time jobs or like some people's uni courses can't allow them to do this Manchester kind of journey. So we still are looking for people, I think. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, we've got some new girls in the competition that have only been in for a couple of weeks. I think that's such a good thing that you're actually going out of your comfort zone. But then the reason why I love your journey and doing it, you're not doing it for yourself, you're doing it for your friend Sky yeah, and yeah. living on her legacy. And you're always thinking, what if I don't know, what if? You're not, you're not thinking, what if you're actually doing it for her? You're not doing yeah. it for your own gain. Well, that was the biggest leap, like, was just kind of signing up. And then now I'm here and I've been doing it for a year. And, and she's I still by your side, I think, like, she's yeah. still very, like, yeah, buzzing, is. saying, yes, Esme. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sorry, I was just going <laughs> to ask another question about it. Obviously, there's a winner. Mm -hmm. And there are, do you get like second and third place? Or? Yeah, so the winner will go straight through to the Miss England finals. Um, the winner of the Miss Charity goes through to the Miss Charity finals for Miss England. And then you have like a second runner up, a first runner up, blah, 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 or everything like that. And it means you get different positions in the Miss England finals, basically. Do you get prizes like cash yeah. prizes or anything um, like that? So or? most of the prizes are kind of to do with the sponsorships of the competition okay. and then we're also working with a charity called one woman at a time which help um children women men in africa with fgm female genital children. mutation yeah mm -hmm. oh. so helping educate the communities out there that it's kind of not the right thing to do because i mean i've learned so much at first i kind of just thought oh my goodness why would people do something like that to a young girl but it's not about that it's a culture like it's a culture thing. They think that that is kind of how life should be. Years ago, whatever, hundred years ago, it was a norm then, but now it's not. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, I watched a documentary about it. They're living, they're carrying on about it. But for me, like, that's such a good thing that you're raising awareness mm -hmm. for, and you educated yourself on it, yeah. and you, now you're educating other people for it, which is which is a really really good thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Esme, it's coming to an end in a minute, isn't it? Yeah, well, but um, I think the topics that we've talked about have been really good, really insightful, and very insightful. I'm not gonna lie, this has been no bias, but one of the best, the best guests we've had on Talk Radio. Don't you agree, John? Yeah, my head is actually not. Do you agree? Out that yeah, I think it's, it's been really not. good. It's been really insightful, even just learning about you know TV and radio, and then about missing like the missing. Yeah, thing. I, I literally didn't have a clue about how. How can thing. people vote for Esme Holiday? Yeah, yeah. so Get your just for. Um, <laughs> A bit more information if you want to know more about my story the different rounds i've been doing if you go into the miss england not miss england miss manchester website you can look at my profile and i've got loads of different pictures and stuff of all the rounds that i've been in and kind of my story more about sky um and then also at the very bottom i've got a link that you can donate to give to one one at a time and then also if you want to vote i think i've already mentioned this but i'm going to repeat it mm -hmm. if you download the miss england app and then go to qualifiers press on northwest and then scroll down and find my name your first vote is free, and then after that, five votes and 99p, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Go and 99p, guys, is cheap as chips. I'm sorry, you can support Edna. I've texted him I've everything. I've texted about 100,000 mm. times. No, so 10 times from To be fair, the, the text votes now are closed as such. You just have to do it through the app because it's an easier way of them counting, I think. How many did you get through the text? Did you get quite a lot? Because I've done quite a lot. Um, 10. I think I did. That's and quite that's a lot, to be fair. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think I got... Oh, my goodness. I, got, I think I had, like... Maybe like 600 votes. Oi, but, and I think, I don't know what I've got now through the app, but other girls have got like thousands, and I know that I'm probably like 500, so What's get voting. Try and get the app down, get the app. <laughs> yeah. Esme, after Talk Random, we play a bit of games. We're going to do some Talk Random games. We do some yeah. Talk Random games. Yeah, I, I mentioned it before when you were out of the room. But yeah, so we'll do, should we do two or three questions each? Three, or quest three questions each. Yeah, so we'll do three general knowledge questions each it can be anything it can be as silly as you want it can be about podcast time it can be about miss england if, miss you know, england miss if, manchester's winner <laughs> not if, yet if need be maybe not even at all um so go on ask the questions right so what is the capital of portugal i don't know meow no it is <sighs> barcelona no oh shit Oh, is it not? I would have said Barcelona. I don't That's know. That's insane. Wait, Portugal. Go on, give it. Give it. What's the first letter? Oh. I don't L. know. Oh, I know it is. Say your buzzer. Lisbon. Yeah. Abs. Yeah. 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 Yeah
Lisbon. Yeah. Lisbon doesn't sound like it should be in Portugal. Lisbon sounds like it should be in Germany. There's one in Ireland as well, yeah. you know. It's, uh, I have that? lots of things like this. Like, I don't think... There's a country that's in South America that I think sounds European and I can't think what it is. Um, I can't think, but yeah. Chile. No, Chile oh. obviously sounds... Like, Chile sounds, doesn't it? But um, Argentina. Do you not think Argentina sounds like it should be in Europe? No. Yes, don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> What is your geography knowledge like? Is it not the greatest? It's absolutely shocking. Is it? Yeah, like really wow. shocking. Like really, really bad. All right, the capital. Okay, where is Sardinia? I don't know. Italy. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Edmira, think of a number between 1 and 50. <laughs> no, because you're going to trick me. I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not. It's a trick. I'm right, going to read your mind. Right. Add it by 50. No, because this is one of these ones that whatever number you press, you no, always no, no. Him. It is. Don't trick me. Oh, I know. Oh. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I was right. I'm always right. <laughs> this is actually a fact. I actually am always right. All right, then. What is... Okay, you're always right. Give me something. Give me, I'll think of a question, John. Oh, oh, no. Other than general knowledge questions. Uh, I'm not very good at them. Can I ask a question? Come on. Yeah, go. How many lakes are there in the Lake District? <laughs> go on. Five. No. Meow. Sixteen. No, there's only one. Oh, really? And you live in. Because, no, because all the different bodies of water are either called waters or mares, Windermere. Right. I was close then, what did you say? 16. Oh, I was close then. Yeah, so I guess you You don't get a point though. Alright, oh. You get it bang on. Alright then, bang <laughs> on. Alright then. What team does John Bashy play for? Charlie. Oh my god. The, the first thing I said to her, obviously. No, thank right. you. Um, well, oh, Alright, do we have a line of duty? Um, not the recent se- like series. I'm se- waiting until after uni so I can binge it. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Why? It's so good. Oh, I, I, I thought it was going to be a question about right. it. Who is H? From Line of Duty? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. My memory's like a sieve. I don't know what lockdown has done, but it's fried my brain. Oh, like, have you I watched um, Sisterhood Hotel? Have you watched it? Bloody hell. You watched... Um, come on. Do you it's- know what? I actually did watch that, but I fell asleep. All right, what about... Money Heist? Money Heist. No, I actually haven't watched no, that. That's so really bad, isn't it? All right, what really is John's good. girlfriend called? Is he? Oh, hey. my days. Where is he from? Manchester. No. Yeah, yeah. but... Where's your dad from? Where's your dad from? I don't know. Turkey. Turkey, I'm half Turkish. Oh, are you? His dad from... How was I meant to know oh, yeah. that when I've His never met John from... Um, you are? Attorney. Attorney, yeah. Go on. Like uh, an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> represents you in my yeah. court. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry, I've never been to prison. <laughs> All right, then. Are we still trying to think of questions? Um, yeah. Who was the Love Island winner <gasps> two years ago? I don't know. Uh, was it not um, oh Jack and Danny? Was that two years ago? No, that's winter one, isn't it? Yeah. Another Did one before that. Win it with her. Yeah. They both won it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Danny, 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 um, Danny, um, Danny, um, Danny, Danny, Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm like, what are you on about? Oh, my gosh. Two points. Woo. They've got a new podcast as well, the Danny Dyers. Have I they? Know. Oh, wow. All right, then. Last um, one for me is, what's the charity call for Esme's Sky's charity? What's it called? L and L. No, the Sky's charity. Uh, um... Sky and Stars, is it? Stars a sky, and sky full of stars. Foundation. A sky full of stars. See, I knew that. Mm-hmm. I've got, got one on. more. Go, go on. on. Uh, oh, I know. Okay. Oh, go on. <laughs> what, what's Esme? What, what club does Esme's brother play for? He used to play for Barrow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Now listen, mate. Right, last one. <laughs> what year was Marks and Spencers founded? Eighteen. Seventy-four. Nearly. Thirty-four. No. Seventy-five. No. Seventy-two. No. Seventy-six. Seventy-one. Seventy-eight. No. Eighty-three. Very close. Eighty-four. Yeah, well done. Eighteen eighty-four. M&S. That's good. Where where was the first store? Stratford. No. City. London. London. No. Edinburgh. No. Close to closest to Manchester. Liverpool. Near your neck of the woods. Absolutely not. Leeds and Lake District. All right. They're opposite ends, well, they're opposite ends of the country, but they're very far. All right. What year? What colour is Stu's hair at the moment? Pink. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. What year was Instagram released? That's a good one. 2010. Um, no. No, before that wasn't it. 2012. Really? It's new, isn't it? Wow. Like, when I, that stays in my head because I'm like, that is new. How has Instagram ruined my life for that many years? <laughs> I thought it was 2010. All right. What year was TikTok released? 2018. I don't even know. <laughs> Are you Googling it? 
Do you want me to? Yeah, I feel like we've got to know. What? All right, I know. Where did Esme currently work? 2016. Where did Esme currently work? Tesco. Mm-hmm. Well, what's her role? Um, cashier? No, produce no, girl. produce. Yeah, produce. I've got muscles now. You have, innit? Yes, Esme. <laughs> um, hmm. Last one for you, Esme. Go on. What does IPA stand for? IPA. IPA? Yeah. International? IPA? Inclusive? No. Indian Pale Ale? How do you not know that? Indian Pale Ale. Oh, I don't even know that. I don't drink, innit? It's oh, teetotal, innit? Teetotal. All right. What does WKD stand for? I recently found this out. I mean, WKD? Yeah. I just thought it was wicked. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't did know. you not? Yo, I, I, I just thought wicked. you was going to say it's a freaking proper long name. Or no, something. I didn't. Yeah. I did only didn't know. I recently found out because what's WKD mean? Someone goes, Germany wicked. I said, what's that? WKD. Yeah, you don't say I'm having a WKD, you say I'm having a wicked. So I never knew what What that. does J2O stand for? Just add water. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, just does it? <laughs> J2O. Oh, is it not like H2O, but juice to what? Yeah, I think it's juice to drink. I don't know. I don't know. Juice to orange? No, oh, that's not what it is. Surely it's not. Um, I just think as a kid, a J2O was an alcoholic drink. And slur. Slur. Yeah, you'd have slur, slur and like a Sunday. We'd have slur on a Sunday with our roster. But well, he, he drinks drink anyway, real. He's been drinking since 10 years old. Drinks since I was 10 years old, yeah. <laughs> Listen, luckily though, Joanne is the best one out there, I'll just say it. Well, is Joanne your mum? Yeah. She Aww. Is. She's really nice, Joanne. Is Genuinely she, nice. Is she a star? Yeah, she's a bloody star. FC's a bit inebriated at times. <laughs> hey, is that funny, right? Don't want to do some building work, right? What did he say? Yad said, shall I ring out? What did he say? <laughs> They'd get no work done because he'd be fucking chewing his ear off all the time. Because I don't do that. I don't do manual labour. I said, oh no, that's not for me, that. That's oh, I couldn't do manual labour. Then again, at Tesco, lifting the onions. Oh, yeah. do you know what? What show is John standard playing for for him? Oh, shit, yeah. Game show ITV. I'll give you a clue. The Cube. Oh my goodness, my most friend's been on that. She went out in like the first round, bless her. Did she win money? No. No, <laughs> she went out. We should TV. Yeah. We've got to do like a video kind of submission. But him and his dad, like literally, it's like yin and yang. His dad tells him off anything he does. Like, it'll just be my dad going in if we was to go on. He'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll just be like, yeah, okay. Want to play football? Want to play football? John, get the ball! <laughs> but no, Esme, please, amazing to have you on. The special guest, Esme Holiday. Make sure you vote for her. For Miss Manchester's final, she's gonna win it. I, I believe can't it. Say that, no, um... yeah, I can't say that, but I can. Be, I hope she wins it. If not, she, it's about the taking part of that counts, and she's done it for a beautiful cause. Yeah, definitely. Thank you very much for coming. Finally, you met each other as well. I know. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Yes, Esme. Bye. Bye. Bye.